Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, are you going to be the new host of the Late Late <laughs> Show? Uh, you have to say it on the record now and you can't lie. I am not going to be the new host of the Late Late Show. Why are you saying that with a smile on your face? You no, know, because you said I can't lie, so I'm telling you the absolute truth. Hang on. How well do you know me? <laughs> you both worked with me for almost a decade. Is there any chance in the world I would sit and present a TV show on air? I think of all of the people I know who would be the least likely, you actually might be the least likely person. <laughs> I think including a, my friends who aren't in broadcasting. Aren't in broadcasting yeah. yeah, I think it's more likely that my 13-year-old son would get the gig uh, ahead of me because talk about no interest. I think he'd be very good at the toy show. Ooh, that's fair. I would enjoy the toy show, but I just... It's just TV, man. I just don't. I don't get it. That's and I. I get asked this a lot when I do say podcasts with other people, and they ask you about your life and whatever. Are you doing an interview with the newspaper, or whatever? And they talk about TV and like, and you've you've never done it or never. You've no interest. Like, no, been offered lots, but it's not for me. See, there's, like, there's an immediacy about this. Like, I've got a I've got a fader here that makes my microphone go, and then the entire nation can hear me. Yeah. Like, that's my, like, that's me, my brain, my mouth, my microphone, and then in your ears. Whereas, like, TV is, like, so many cooks. Yeah, there is a lot of cooks. I can't wait to breath. see the Irish star tomorrow. Today FM's Dave Moore rules himself yeah. out of oh, Late Jesus. Late Toy Show host. Actually, I don't even want to get involved in this. It's like, cut this out of the podcast. I don't even want to be What's the Taylor Swift line? Please exclude. I wish to be excluded from yes, this narrative. narrative. <laughs> I wish to be excluded from this narrative. That is a new t-shirt. Well, I would I like to vote myself forward. No, I wouldn't. I would never go with my Friday nights. That's yeah, the hardest part. Your entire Friday night and spent you guys, working. Listen, I, I was having this conversation with someone before saying how lucky I am that I work with effectively. Like you're my production team, right? But you're all broadcasters. You're all brilliant at talking on the radio. Have, have you any interest of like, have you ever want to go the other side of the microphone and, and have your own show? No, I would no. hate it. I couldn't stand the pressure. You're so good. Like we all know who would on the team. Yeah. Kalmanog <laughs> <laughs> is not here to defend himself. Have we never said names. No, that's true. I always uh, no, thought Dermot Whelan had aspirations. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> what, Whelan fell in mind. You know Why would you hate it, Sean? This is what I was going to say to you. You know the part I and this is going to, you're going to when I say this you're going to laugh. Okay. But I genuinely mean it. And this is the part I'm going to ask you about. This is my late late show audition question. Okay. You know the part that I would hate about being a presenter is being the front and centre part of it. And being that person that like, when you do something, people reply and, oh Dave, shut the hell up, we hate that. Mm. Or like, you know the days that like, I'm in a bad mood or you're not in the form for talking. I can just sit here and I don't have to be on mic. <laughs> yeah. Whereas you have yeah. to switch it on every single day. Like when I got into radio, I was like, I'd love to have been a presenter. But over time, it's just like, yeah. Just but do you not, do you, do you just ever find that part hard the always having to be on I don't know I'm not particularly moody I suppose no. is a really helpful thing for me like I'm pretty <laughs> flat in my mood like as in your nostrils tell a different story but that's okay that's possibly true every now and again but I don't think I, I don't think I fluctuate too much in that like it's some days it's such an effort to pretend that I'm happy mm. I love my job I love talking on the radio I love hanging out with you guys Yeah, you know all of those things that that make my workday really pleasurable, are, it's easy enough to channel that. However, on the days when, you know, something is tough in your personal life or whatever, and it yeah. might be, you know, someone is sick or 
something is tough in your life, just in, in whatever sense, the radio is an escape from that. So by by putting the the red light on and putting the microphones yeah. up and going, it's like I can't think about the thing that's making me sad or making me yeah. stressed or I whatever. I do find that even just from small little bits, like saying here, if I'm having a crappy day and then I come in and do a funny link with you guys, yeah. my mood is better when I go out then. Yeah. I go. I can get over myself now. But, but not only get over yourself, but you can also just park it for a little yeah, while. And it's not like, like, why was I in a bad mood? Oh, yeah, there's yeah. misery, yeah. <laughs> because the thing necessarily isn't going to go away. Yeah. But you just kind of go, well, no, hang on a second. Like, I need to be uh, like a version of myself. But you don't necessarily, you don't need to pretend to be happy. Like, there's days when I come in here, like, I know it sounds so trite, but like when Manchester yeah. get beaten 7-0 by Liverpool, like, it is tough because Liverpool fans love slagging me off. But, but that, even to be thought of yeah, yeah. as yeah. someone to be slagged off, yeah. as opposed to ignored from that point of view, means that the connection with the listeners is real. And I love that side of it. So yeah. you can always kind of justify those things. Oh, yeah, that's just, um, that, that, that would be my reasoning. Otherwise, you'd do it otherwise. Uh, no, I just, no, you wouldn't. No. You I just wouldn't. don't think anyone would listen to me. <laughs> I, think they I have things to say. No, uh, Dave's mom and my sister recently reported yeah. played very Emer. Yeah, just give me all I want. I've, I've been petitioning for John Cadell, who's our music manager for ages, just to give me like a two a.m. show, a two a.m. indie show, an indie show where I'll just talk about <laughs> play music that was only released between two thousand and one and two thousand and seven, and talk about <laughs> bands that no one else remembers but me, Maximo Park. Oh, the wow. rumble strips. <laughs> if they were played Park. in River Island or they were on skins, I will play them. You knew it. Yeah, okay, amazing. Get the show in the air. Uh, well, look, don't worry. Dermot and Dave on your radio, on your podcast, the best of Dermot and Dave. All the best bits from during the week. Thanks for listening. And I'm not doing the late late. This is Today FM. Our next guest should be in here working, but he's, he's living his best life in the K Club. Colin Minogue, fresh from a live. Performance with Mickey Joe Hart, then goes and watches the Oscars in luxury. Colin Minogue, you are some spoofer. Oh, good morning. What time is it there? <laughs> You're two oh. hours late at least for work. Oh, you just woke me up from my four post bed here in the K Club. <laughs> Tell oh. everybody what you were at last night because we need, we need you to paint a picture here. Yeah, well, uh, in a weird. Uh, turn of events he sent me to the K Club to watch the Oscars last night along with a load of other journalists they kind of held like a media night here yeah. they had like an Oscars night so um, I don't know why you sent me because Sean and Emer are the movie buffs I know I've interviewed a few uh, movie stars but but it's more it's more we love the fish out of water feel that you bring to these things Carl. because I mean like have you ever watched an Oscar ceremony or any kind of ceremony before Dave, the only award ceremony I've ever watched has been the All-Stars. <laughs> <laughs> why, are, why are they so long? Why is it so long? It is very long. We knew that you weren't going to be prepared for the length of the thing, all right, in fairness. So, having sat through your first ever Oscars, what did you think? Uh, as I said, it's long. Yeah. It's long and it's kind of uneventful. I mean, you know, we what we've had meetings after awards shows before where we say, Oh, that was that was yeah, it looked like it was good fun and we have all the highlights of it. There was no there was no fight. No one went up on stage and smashed nope. anyone. Nobody punched anyone, which is disappointing, but yeah. Do you know actually what one thing that is uh, very prominent about an Oscars night is as it, because it's live T V, it's very awkward at times. Oh, you know? awkward is good. We love awkwardness. Did you did you see any good awkwardness? Well, there's lots of that because you know, like when uh, a couple of people go up to receive an Oscar and then one person talks and then <laughs> someone else 
goes up to try and talk after them, and then they play the music. <laughs> and I look, I took this job seriously, Dave. I even watched the red carpet. Ah, uh, you didn't. Look, you know I me. Mean? I don't do things in half measures. Come no. Just, just look at Friday. Look at Mickey Joe, you know? In fairness, yeah, you, you came through on that one. So go on. So you watched the red carpet as well. Did you see anyone that you, you were interested in having a chat to there? Like? So there is one of the most awkward interviews that I have ever seen. And oh, yes. And it was Hugh Grant on the red carpet. Have a listen to this. What are you most excited to see tonight? To see? Yeah, well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not, not, no, no one in particular. Okay, well, what are you wearing tonight, then? Uh, just my suit. Your suit? Who <laughs> made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you. Yeah. All right. Back to you guys. <laughs> it was most definitely not nice to talk to you, Grant. Why was he being such a knob to her? I don't know. He was being so weird. It was, oh, God, it was so awkward. And that, that clip is actually longer. It's, it's, it was more awkward than at the start. I, just, I, could, I couldn't put you through it this early in the morning. Oh, he just wasn't up for any of the bands, was he? No, he wasn't. Like, I looked, there was some, dis- like, it was disappointing. The whole Banshees of Inishirin thing was kind of disappointing. Wasn't right. It? Well, I mean, look, yeah, it was. But at the same time, like I was saying earlier on, like being nominated, being one of the best five movies in the world last year is pretty impressive. Yeah, I know, but then your 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 hopes are so high when you're watching it live, especially yeah. every single time. There's so many like what nine nominations, and every time, not there, you know, the movie isn't named out. It kind of reminds you like of when the, the Irish soccer team go over to like a major tournament. <laughs> <laughs> your, your hopes are so high until they play the game, and then it's like ah, uh, we're just there. Uh, we're just there to have the crack. And um, well, what yeah. about the Irish goodbye winning? Was there a big cheer in the room when that one? There was a big cheer, yeah. That was that was that was probably the highlight of it all. Excellent. Uh, because yeah, we we only got to cheer twice. We got to cheer for one of your friends, obviously, Richie. Rich, Richie Bainham, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I I was one of the only people cheering uh, for my best friend when she won. You know who that is, of course. Oh, your best friend Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, Jamie Lee. I was sad, obviously, that a temporary uh, person lost out, but. Me and Jamie Lee, as you well know, Dave, our best you, friend. You go way back, you two. If you you really got to Google the the interview Carl did with Jamie Lee Curtis and get to the bit where he asks her to be the Grand Marshal of the St. Patrick's Day Parade. It's yeah. talk about awkward moments on red carpets, Carl. <laughs> Come here, we have to let you go there very quickly before you go. Um, was there anything else? To, like the overall experience? Would you do it again? Like, did you enjoy it? I mean, I do all the bits that went around staying up late. I got a facial yesterday. I've never had a facial before. <laughs> I'm still staying in a five-star hotel. I'm just going to get some room service breakfast now and all <sighs> that. You know. So, Good night, I mean, Calmano. Go I'll on. Do, I'll do that again. Yeah. yeah. Just not the Oscars. I hear you. All right, Carl. Have a good one. We'll see you back here. We'll be back in about half an hour, yeah? Uh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. This is Today yeah. FM. Ladies and gentlemen, just walked into the studio. Can I just say... There's actually a beautiful smell in the studio. I think that's me. I think that's me. 
Whatever scent you guys have chosen this morning, <laughs> there's uh, been about five or six scents. We don't just wear one. Brian Dan, Arthur Grulian, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks I know we're going to talk about it. the documentary in a minute, but yeah. can I just say, first of all, I want to slag Brian a little bit. Go yes, on. please go ahead. On Arthur's Instagram stories today, yeah. uh, you reveal that Brian was carrying with him a freezer bag of products. Yes. To look, sorry, can I just say, to look this beautiful for radio? <laughs> no, there no, is a camera. There this, is a camera. This, I learned this the hard way. <laughs> you look great. Listen, that bag, I, it's, it's actually stained with false tan. <laughs> Tanning drops, there's concealer. How come I never seen it? It's the first time I was like, there's what a face, there's a bronzer, there's loads of brushes that need to be washed. Yes. There's eye drops, which are a oh, savior. To, to bye bye, red bike. eyes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so many things are turned And as I'm getting older, the bag gets with bigger. Him. Yeah, soon it'll be a gear bag. <laughs> Happy belated <laughs> birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yes, I turned right. a ripe old age of something over the weekend, which we won't talk about. But hey, here we are, you know, we're going to just celebrate the fact that we're just in here having chance. And we're here. Kevin in Edinburgh says, uh, as both of you are TV personalities, did you feel pressure to do the show or did you do it to raise awareness or was it simply to share your beautiful story? Can't wait to watch it, says Kevin. I think there's kind of an element of everything. Mm. He's kind of accurate in all of that. I think it was a lot of that, but mainly to get the opportunity, I think, about representation, which we talked about earlier and two gay men in Ireland and sharing our story. Was, was like yes we have to do this but also I don't want to just say two gay men it's also services for everybody you know of course. it's open to everybody but also for me I was a little bit nervous because I'm, I'm obviously I'm doing I mean showbiz dancing choreographing TV but that was something very private to us so different we are oh, so different we're sharing with the world so mm. We are very transparent, so it was kind of tricky. And as you can see from Instagrams, we're super shy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, somebody will say Arthur is fabulous on dancing. He's got such glamour and style and has a head of hair to die for. I'd like him and Brian to adopt me. Oh, so maybe. So, <laughs> it's not so fun if you're hoovering that hair up all the time. So let me tell you, that in itself, oh I have God. to put masking tape yeah. On yeah, both my hands, story. I get down on all fours. <laughs> on Sorry, all this is an image that I will never forget in my right. life. Go on, and I have to go like this, <laughs> and I do that about ten times just to take. And I look like that. Oh, oh my god! Like two heads of oh. hair. It's too much. It's everywhere. Oh it's my god! Arthur, let's talk dancing with the stars <laughs> yeah. for a second, okay? So people will see you on there every week. It is a phenomenon. This show, like this popularity, of the show is through the roof. Incredible. And we're down to the final now. And I know. I know and do you know what, what a great final I heard obviously it's my second season but I heard it's the first time we have two boys and two girls in the final Ooh. that never happened in history Maybe no I think I'm right you I think, think you are no right. you're wrong happened in my year really Ryan Andrews yeah Aiden yeah Gronya and Nossi but that was like a little That's final five, that though. was like last well, minute no you weren't in the I wasn't in the final <laughs> oh the shade no. this should be so this should be called Dermot and Shade yours. mine is like <laughs> you were left Carl, Damien, Suzanne and Brooke Arthur I mean I know you're not going to answer this question but who do you think is going to win uh, well they're all amazing <laughs> oh no I don't <laughs> like this answer that is just the answer you but expect it, he's from, contractually no. obligated to say nothing oh, no, to be honest with you I always say it's a dancing show but also it's a popularity show that's it's fair it's in public's hands mm. so if you like someone just vote for them that's all I can say are you surprised often at the talent level of the the celebrities who come in because look there are some 
who perhaps early doors in the first two weeks. He kind of don't look at me. I'm not looking at you, Brian. Shady. But you know what I mean. There's who look. They just can't dance. Like it's reality. But then the ones who get to the final, just their talent is unbelievable. Well, I'm gonna. Pick one, Damien. Yeah. I remember when I saw Damien doing the, his first dance, I was like, oh my God, this boy could log Damien because he was a little bit flabby, you know, he wasn't controlled. Have you seen him dance yeah. lately? I was like, who are you? I think it was Damien and Kevin, the biggest transformers. The improvements, to me. yeah. Improvements, thank you for the words. <laughs> <laughs> the improved. They done incredible. And I said to Kevin last night, I said, you came a long way from your Vinny's walls to what he did. Charleston, yeah. you came a long way. And that's why I love this show because anything could happen. But then you have amazing dancers starting from beginning. But where do you go from here? You know what I mean? You have to of keep that perfection going. Yeah, that's difficult. So no, yeah, it is a tough job, but it's enjoyable, and I love watching it. I'm sure you do. And Brian, do you do you critique his performance? Yes. Oh, he does every I night. I critique his hair, the color oh, of his skin. I always say to him, your face is brown, your neck is white, <laughs> your hands are white. I'm here trying to feed our daughter. You're having a facial with Jennifer Rock. And do you know what I say? Jealousy is a very vicious thing because the tables are turned. I'm on TV and he's out on the sofa. He's now the star. <laughs> tough <laughs> days. These, tough. These, these dad questions you're going to have to have. Oh, now my I know. Right, you know? <laughs> I'm kind of glad because I'm solo parenting Saturday and Sunday and I have been since January. <laughs> so it'll be nice when it's over for me to go. I can have Actually, a shower now. In roles, peace. You're going to start. Oh, when I start yeah. with Suzanne. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, if you don't know, Brian's got a brand new radio show. We were, There's no way we're saying the name of the station or the time because it's on the same time as this radio show. <laughs> oh, is it? It is. Pretty much. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. Suzanne, what's going on? Brian, you'll hear Brian on 98 FM with Suzanne. Uh, it's going to be very exciting for you. I'm so excited for you to take on radio. Yeah, I mean, it's been a, I've not done it, so I'm, I'm, we've got here. I've, I've kind of always wanted to work in radio, but I didn't think it would actually happen. Yeah. But I, I don't think radio is as easy as people think. There's a lot to control and go on. Although I will say, based on your performances today, boys, either of you could have a career in radio, let's be honest. Oh. Like no, you got it. Just look at me. Look, it's, look, my turn now. Now. it's my turn now. It's my turn now. David's going to push me away. We, we, well. we, have, we have to shine separately. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And you are. You I'll are. I'll stay with TV. I and think, lads, come I like here. I, I'm so happy that this documentary has gone out and people Thank are going to see and experience Thank your you. journey and it's on tonight 9.35 on RT1 make sure you tune in and learn about surrogacy that's what I'm looking yeah. forward to you know to Absolutely. learn about this thing that you know we hear about maybe don't know enough about uh, Brian and Arthur's very modern family 9.35 tonight thanks for coming in lads thank you for Best having us and say hi to Blake for us and I'll leave that concealer for you that's <laughs> I really need it you're very kind <laughs> it's been confirmed I mean confirmed as President Joe Biden was walking out of the room but Rishi Sunak the UK PM, who's not in any hot water whatsoever at all, he was over in Washington and uh, he invited Joe Biden to come to Northern Ireland. Okay, have a listen to this. to be here and I look forward to our conversations and also, importantly, to invite you to Northern Ireland, which I hopefully you will be able to do so we can commemorate the anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement. I know it's something that's very special and personal to you. We'd love to have you over. It is, but it's worse 25 years. Seems like yesterday. Seems like yesterday. Anyway, thank you. Are you going to Northern Ireland, sir? My intention to go to Northern Ireland and the Republic. Now, I know that bit at the end isn't very clear, but that bit at the end, he says, I'm going to visit Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. Yes, Joe Biden. We know how strongly you feel about the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. We know how much you love us. We want you to come over. Now, apparently... The Secret Service have actually been in the country. Did you know this, Sean? Prisoner Sean? Carl Minogue? Um, have you been tapped up by the Secret Service? 
I actually, uh, sounds very highbrow of me, I actually did see it in one of the Sunday newspapers. Oh, look John at you. John Lee of the Daily Mail group was reporting that they were here as <laughs> oh, uh, back in December. Oh, <laughs> this guy with his Sunday newspapers <laughs> and his iced coffees. Who is he? Oh, man, we've lost yes. him. Um, so anyway, apparently they've been over scouting things around. Like, Joe likes golf. You know, he's, gonna, he's definitely going to spend some time in Mayo. That's where he's, his ancestral home is. But I was thinking this morning, right? Let's play a game called Where Should Joe Go? <laughs> so your job this morning on 087-4100-102, so use a voice note, right, on this, is sell your town or village or area or city, wherever you live, uh, you know, to, to Joe Biden. Tell him why he should go and visit there. Like, we all know he's going to come to Dublin, right? So Dublin's the capital. He's obviously going to spend time here. But I'm not interested in Dublin's city centre, as it were. Yeah, Joe, go. You know, fine. Have a stroll up Grafton Street. That's all fine. But Joe, get out to Port Marnock. <laughs> Port Marnock is one of those hidden gems of uh, n- n- no co do. You guys cool with no co do? <laughs> what, what does that no mean? Do mean? North County Dublin. Oh, oh, okay. oh I, live in, I live in So Codo. You do, So Codo. That's a <laughs> terrible place. No, it's Doe in Dublin. No co do. Fire. Velvet Strand, guys. Two miles of glorious blue flag beach to walk down, Joe. And then when you get to the end of it, you can go and play old Port Marnock. Or you can walk a couple of hundred yards and play current Port Marnock. Your choice. Two golf courses and, account them, two restaurants. Ooh, two restaurants. Dave, why would he go to Port Marnock? It's literally just a traffic jam. No, that's unfair. <laughs> that's all Port Marnock. Anytime I've ever been to Port Marnock or to your house, I've sit in traffic for an hour yeah, after. because you've come out on the sunniest day in the world. <laughs> Joe And Joe's yeah, going to have the Secret Service closing off the roads. Like, it's yeah, that's fine. true. Yeah. No traffic for Joe. Come out when it's raining, Sean. That's when Port Marnock said it's true beauty. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear from you. Where should Joe go? I mean, Sean, are you going to even sell Shannon? No, we, to be honest with you, we don't want any more US presidents. <laughs> <laughs> we See, had Sean and Cahill are from different regional towns around Ireland. And Sean, Shannon is where you're from. Yeah, well, like- Shannon is basically a US military base. Let's be honest about <laughs> yeah. it, right? So we've had Bill Clinton. We've had George Bush. Yeah. I remember when George Bush came to um, Shannon, they cordoned off the whole town. In fact, there's a story in Shannon. I'm not going to say the name because I can't remember who did it. But somebody mooned Bill Clinton when he drove past. <laughs> Um, I did not Obama. see a million in Shannon. <laughs> uh, I refuse to confirm or deny. Obama flew out of <laughs> Shannon. Um, obviously, DJ has a residence in Clare, yep. Donald J. Trump. DJ, DJ, DJ goes by with Shawnee. So, no, you're good, Joe. So, you, you don't need Joe. Okay, well, what about Cahill? Like, forget, forget Sean then and Shannon. Yeah. Your hometown. Made for Joe. Cashel. Tell us about it. Why? But look, we've experienced in hosting some of uh, the biggest, what are they called? Like dignitaries. Rulers. Dignitaries, rulers. Yeah, why? So we had the Queen in 2011. If you, know. you don't know, Carl sang for the Queen at the Rock of Cashel. Yeah, I did. And I look, I'm willing to sing with Mickey Joe Hart for Joe Biden <laughs> up at the Rock. <laughs> He'd love that Joe Biden, in fairness. He could stay at the Cashel Palace Hotel. Oh, that's all fancy and swanky now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he could... He could Visits a very nice furniture store in Cashel. Ah, stop and it now. You were doing look, fine up until that point. Uh, the, also, like, we've experienced in Tipperary of hosting American presidents quite like Sean. We had Ronald Reagan. He visited Ballyporeen back in the 80s. He didn't make it as far as Cashel, no? Uh, no, he didn't make it as far. And my mom, she, he Irish, she Irish danced for him. 
And you so, sang for the Queen? Yeah, so maybe like one of my other siblings that are not as successful could maybe <laughs> do something for Joe. You've got to give them a chance. But come okay. on, Joe, Cashel. Right, okay. Today, your job, ladies and gentlemen, is to get on your WhatsApp, send us a voice note, and tell us where should Joe go? Why should he go visit your locality? Whether it's a town, a village, a street, a city, let us know on 087 4100 102. And uh, we'll pitch these to Joe Biden. We we can get things to Joe. We can bypass the Secret Service and send him voice notes. I'll tell DJ. Yeah, see, Sean's <laughs> friends with previous <laughs> former presidents. This is Today FM. Johnny's been on. Hey, lads. Reckon Big Joe should uh, visit Asher Castle there in Kong, join the long list of celebrities that have stayed there, coming in from a man doing an Easter egg drop up in Dublin. Go on, USA. Easter egg drop, you say, Johnny? Do you know where our address is? Marconi House, Dews Lane. <laughs> we'll take some Easter eggs. Uh, Rory was on to us as well. Hi, this is John in Dublin. I think Biden should stay in the Trump Resort down in County Clare and play golf at the Trump Golf Centre in Kinsale. <laughs> right. Sorry, that was John, not Rory. Um, yeah, particular uh, tone to your suggestion there, John. I'm not really feeling the passion so far, guys. Where are you? Sell us your town. Sell us your village. 87 102 Send us the voice note and tell us why you should definitely have Joe come and visit you. Veronica's been on. Hi, I'd just like to say Joe Biden should come to Mullingar. There's no show like a Joe show. <laughs> the music capital of Ireland. And he can go around and visit Loch Derevara, Crooked Wood, all the scenic sites for Abbey. And then come straight back and pose with... Um, the president of Mullingar of old Joe Dolan, <laughs> the Joe Dolan statue. So no show like a Joe show. Hope I'm lucky. Veronica, I think that's the best we've had so far. That is impassioned and you've put Joe beside Joe, which is a damn fine thing to do. I would love to see Joe stand the statue of Joe Dolan. That'd be amazing. I think Joe should come to the Low Village County Mead. We've got Newgrange. We've got the big water walks up on the hill and we've got loads of tractors. Loads of big tractors. He loves tractors. Joe Biden definitely has to come to Westmead. It's in the heart of Ireland and right in the middle of it is Moat, where you can come to P. Egan's pub, the best little trad pub in Ireland, and it's home to this year's Rosa Tralee, Rachel Duffy. And we'll have Niall Horn call in. He'll play with Camillus and all the trad gang. And then he can stay on for the fla. Definitely has to be Westmead. You know where to bring Joe, don't you? Take him up to Montau, Montau, Montau. Take him up to Montau, Langaroo, to you. Ah, lads, Joe should definitely come to Kilkenny. We'd even fly the flag on Kilkenny Castle. And he could even have a bit of good horseshoe. Well, I think uh, Joe Biden should come down and visit Tipperary Town. That's where I'm from. Tipperary Town, best town. I think Joe should come down to Darndale with us. We've got... Um, uh, no, maybe not. <laughs> Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Hello, Richard. Hi, Dave. How are you? Very well. What you got planned today? Any crack? Oh, I did a bit, man. Just walk away. Walk away. It has to be done. Did you hear that Joe Biden's coming to Ireland? Oh, God, yeah. 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 Well, we had, we were asking people in the nine o'clock hour there to, you know, tell us where should Joe go. There was a vote in for Kilkenny. Uh, just the one, mind. Uh, but saying that you'd you'd fly the USA flag over the castle, could we can we get your confirmation on that there, Richard? Oh, we will, yeah, 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 yeah no bother at all, yeah. Good, yeah. good, good. Anything else you'd throw at Joe if he came to town? Actually, we'd have to bring him for a game of hurling or something. Like that. <laughs> Where would you bring him? I hope they're all in Park Court. 
Okay, the only place in fairness, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Richard, MMM, 350 euro. What do you think it stands for? Uh, Milky Moo Mints. Milky Moo Mints. Man, they reef the fillings out of your head, but they're so delicious, those. God, they're lovely. Do you ever have them in the like center console of the car? Uh, no, no. Buy a bag on the way home now today. That's your job now, Richard. Get your get your hands on a bag of Milky Moo mints and have them in there. It's not the right answer. Is the only unfortunate thing. No, All right, have a good one. See you later. Bye, 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 bye. And Harry's in the hand in County Limerick. Hello, Harry. How are you doing? How are things? I'm doing great. And yourself? Not so bad. Not so bad. And what's your crack today? You working? Uh, working away. Yeah. Doing what? I'm in the county council there. All right. And what what job have you got today on? Oh, we're getting ready for St. Patrick's Day Parade. So I'd say uh, every county council in the country is is ready for that. it now at this stage. And yeah. where would there be a big parade in Limerick then? Uh, down Henry Street in Limerick. Right. And what about local ones? Is there a load of them going around the there county? Is, there's a load, load of local ones as well. Castle Connell, yeah. Deadly. And what about you? Which one will you end up at? Oh, I, I'll be in, in Limerick. You'll be in the city centre? Yeah. Making sure everyone's behaving themselves. That's correct. Best of luck, Harry. That's some job for you, in fairness. Best of luck with that, like. <laughs> okay, MMM, 350 quid. What do you think it stands for? More Monster Munch. Oh, I love a Monster Munch now. <laughs> now, just, just very quickly, before we get whether your guess is right or wrong, do you, you know that, like, the one, the Tato one that we all, a lot of people point and go, I'll have Monster Munch, is actually called Mighty Munch. You know that, don't you, Harry? Of course I do. And the Monster <laughs> Munch, they're the Walkers ones. Yeah, like the Walkers ones, correct. Pickled I mean, onion. Yeah. They might have a yeah. spicy one as well. I can't remember the other flavour, but yeah. like this very important distinction to be made between Mighty Munch and Monster Munch. I'm a crisp aficionado here. I didn't know that, Dave, and I've just Googled it here, and I would say I want Mighty Munch, but I actually want... No. You say, you'd say you want Monster Munch, <laughs> Monster but you Munch, want but Mighty actually, Munch. Mighty Munch. Yeah, but Monster Munch are also available in selected retailers. Not everywhere, whereas Mighty Munch is everywhere because it's the local Irish one. But the Monster Munch are the UK Walkers ones. The they're tato, the original. The Tato ones are nicer, though, yeah? Look, I would Ooh. agree, but that's a matter of sense. See, there's now, see, Harry made a noise there, and he's oh, not Harry. necessarily agreeing with you. You controversial. <laughs> sure. Harry, more Monster Munch is a, is a guess that I feel passionately about in terms of agreeing with the sentiment, but not passionate enough to tell yeah. you you're right, unfortunately. Oh, God. Okay, no bother. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy Many everything, have... the shenanigans now on Friday, all right? Many happy returns. Good, Good luck, luck, Harry. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, let's finally go to Brian, who's in Leitrim this morning. Hello, Brian. How you doing, guys? Yeah, not bad at all. Yourself? I'm alright I'm just sitting at home watching out the window it's just started snowing and it's snowing? Crazy. I thought that was done it's sunny here in Dublin No it's came with snowing on our hands there oh, God and Leitrim's getting the, the worst of it Right Brian MMM 350 euro take your mind off the bad weather what do you think? Oh I think it's good weather but uh, <laughs> Mad March Madness Mad March Madness Is March Madness a basketball thing? No it's Mad March hairs like you're saying not March hairs right I'm definitely there's something about March Madness and a US sport I think it's basketball anyway somebody can let us know on 87 102 but Brian Mad March Madness and the Mad March hairs did you say you're in Manor Hamilton I am yeah Mad Manor Hamilton Mad March Madness Brian it's not right that's no worries guys but thank you very much for chatting to us alright so have a lovely have a day bye bye this is Today FM who knew that Mighty Munch it's going to inspire so many conversations. Uh, David was on to us. All right, lads. So Tato did have originally Monster Munch, 
and then they changed their name to Mighty Munch, and then Walkers brought out their own brand of Monster Munch. That's my memory of all that. Now, your memory of all that, David, is slightly selective because I've had to go and dig into the Wikipedia article about Monster Munch. In fact, I've digged, I've dug down so deep, I feel like we should do a Dave's roll on this maybe during the week. But here's the thing. Monster Munch first existed in 1977, made by Smiths, and are created by Smiths, manufactured by Walkers. So they were definitely the first. And the original flavors were roast beef, pickled onion, and flaming hot. But by the way, there's since been saucy, sizzling bacon, pickled onion, cheese and onion, giant prawn. And I'm not joking when I say, for some reason, in the, in the noughties, there seems to have been a flavor of Monster Munch called vanilla ice cream. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening. But I'm going to have to dig deep into this. But no, it's definitely been a UK-based thing was Monster Munch. There was probably a time in the 90s when there was a crossover, but I'll investigate all this and think this is going to be tomorrow's day's world, guys. 11 o'clock. Don't miss it. Monster Munch update. You never knew you needed. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Jesse J, Ariana Grande, uh, Nicki Minaj, loads of people. They're singing Bang Bang on Today FM. Uh, Jesse J is doing a bit of a Rihanna. I don't remember we saw Rihanna at the Oscars performing yeah. uh, pregnant, fairly heavily pregnant. Uh, Jesse J is still is doing the same. She's still on stage. She was performing earlier this week in London. And uh, she is about to have her first baby, little boy due very soon. Very cool. I was looking at Rihanna, I was wondering, what's the baby thinking, <laughs> you know, in the womb? Is it aware that... This, you know, mommy is singing to a big bunch of people, or, or is it just like she might be well, just humming think, along to a tune in the kitchen or something? Just think back to the time you were in the womb and what you were aware of. <laughs> just think back to that, you know? I remember the amniotic fluid. Um, Listen, stop distracting from the fact that, as, as is pointed out by Mark from Selbridge, yeah. oh, I see Dermot made it in today. Kind of conveniently. <laughs> I guess that gives him the edge. It's the universe. It's uh, serendipity. Uh, that uh, yeah. Oh it, yeah. It wasn't today. just the fact that you got the email saying edge on Wednesday. You're like, <laughs> I'd be there. I'd be there for sure. Well, you see, Edge would understand. We're both touring. You know, he's used to it. Uh, but I'm so excited. So excited. We're going to be talking to the Edge because there's so much to talk about. Um, the new documentary on Disney Plus comes out Friday. Uh, Bono and the Edge is sort of homecoming with Dave Letterman. Uh, it's them basically going around Dublin and talking about uh, their new album, which we'll also be talking to the Edge, Songs of Surrender, also out on Friday. 40 original or 40 U2 songs reworked, reimagined mm. by the lads. And then, of course, there's the Vegas shows happening in the autumn. Dermot, uh, Dermot, 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 shh, 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 calm down. <laughs> what I want to know is. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? Because we've spoken before about the fantasies you have mm. of ending up in Bono's kitchen. Not like meeting him outside the venue. Ending up in his kitchen, having coffee. Chats. Bants. Bono Bants. The Edge comes over. Yeah. And you, Bono and the Edge, go down into the, into the music room. <laughs> and the lads say things to you like, You got any ideas? Any ideas for songs? Yeah. Or? I'm thinking EGD. <laughs> Well, Play those chords. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> here's the thing. I don't want you to make mm. the same mistake I made. Not when I met the Edge. Uh, that, was, that was a long time ago. I didn't make any mistakes. It was fine. 
When did you meet the Edge before? I might have been the garage bar with Adam Clayton and Christy Turrington and Naomi Campbell. Oh. It was insane. I was 17. I mean, I was 18. I was definitely 18 in the bar. Anyway, we just literally said, oh my God, it's the Edge! And then he turned around and walked. Oh, okay. did you follow them in there? Like you followed, who did you follow across the road for a cup of coffee? Mel C. Mel C. <laughs> He, he invited himself along. She said, I have to go and get a cup of coffee to get away from Dave. And then Dave I'll said, go with Great, you. I'll come with you, even though he doesn't even drink coffee. Here's the thing I don't want you to make a fool of yourself in less than an hour's time when we're talking to the edge. Because what? you remember when I spoke to Shania Twain. Do you oh, remember this moment? Dave, I'll never forget. It's one of the greatest moments of my life. In not case, yours. No, in case anyone else doesn't remember uh, or you've never heard this before, I love Shania Twain. She, I'm, I'm the cheese merchant on this show You know that I am in Shania Twain's camp However, I may have worded my question to Shania Twain And put her music into the cheese category Without her approval Because listen to what happened when we talked to her Well, I have to thank you as well Because uh, we do a, a little game on our show called Cheese and Crackers Where um, I'm Dave and I choose kind of you know, guilty pleasure songs, cheesy tunes, and Dermot picks what he thinks are cracker tunes, like really good rock tunes, stuff like that. And we let the listeners vote and decide which song is going to go on the radio. And I have won consistently every time I've chosen Shania Twain. Okay. <laughs> so, you called her music cheesy. She did not take it well. There was a deafening silence followed by, okay. <laughs> What am I supposed to do with this information, Dave? I'm not interested in this. So I don't want you to make to the same mistake. I don't want you to have a Not with the edge. So I think... Well, I'm not going to call his music cheesy for a start. <laughs> yeah, but you might just get effervescent. You might overdo it. You might you might just, you know, Look, say... I am going to play it cool. I don't think you're I'm cool a, enough. I'm totes profesh. I have... 20 years of professional broadcasting experience. Professional. I, well, <laughs> slightly amateurish. But we, I think we can get through this interview. I can get through this interview. I think you need help from the listeners. So, guys, today, I want you to text in or WhatsApp voice note in. Actually, it'd be really helpful. WhatsApp voice note in on 87 102 What should Dermot not say to the edge? Oh, right. Not what should I ask him? What no, should no. I not say? You'll be... F- you don't need help in what to ask. This is like damage limitation. Yes. Tell us what Dermot should not say to the edge on 87 102 when we interview him in about an hour's time. So do your worst. Tell him what not to say. 87 102 And let's protect Dermot from a Shania moment. Where'd you get your ideas? Your <laughs> yeah, sounds? that kind of thing, exactly. Where'd you buy your hats? <laughs> Dermot is very, very excited. And rightly so. He should be very excited. He's about to interview one of his absolute heroes of all well, time. I hope our listeners are very excited. You don't get to talk to the edge very often. These guys don't do very many interviews. So we are very, very happy to have an exclusive chat with The Edge. Absolutely. For you guys to enjoy one of our greatest ever musical exports and m- musical See, men. See, you're already men. going crazy because you're talking to The Edge. <laughs> musical. You are one our of our greatest ever musical, musical men. Things. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> Look, guys, Eric's stop stuff Eric. and things. Eric's been on. Why did, uh, why did, uh, why did Bono fall off the stage? Because he stood too close to the edge. Boom, boom! <laughs> I'd say he'd love that. <laughs> I'd be like Victor Mildrubin and Father Ted. Oh, stop. I'd say he'd love that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so don't tell him a U2 joke. Uh, Connor's been on. Hey, Dermot and Dave. I'd like to hear Dermot as Bono interviewing the edge today. Well, that sounds like. All right, Edge. <laughs> How you doing? 
Do we like her new album? <laughs> yeah, definitely or don't what? do that. <laughs> Any more suggestions? 087. What should Dermot not say to The Edge? Uh, can't believe you'll be talking to a member of Ireland's greatest ever band and The Edge thrown in for good measure. That's somebody who knows Bewitched or Beggar than you two. Thank you very much. <laughs> they certainly are Baker. <laughs> uh, definitely don't say to The Edge, you smell really nice. Different than when you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> is his name not Edge rather than The Edge? Thanks, says Pedantic The Paul. Well, it's for, no, his name is The Edge. And yeah. if you listen to Bono talking sometimes in conversations, he will say, and what do you think, The Edge? Like, so he, he, oh, yeah. The, the is there some of the time, but sometimes he'll just call him Edge. And in the documentary that's coming out, and we're not allowed to reveal too much about the documentary, we won't tell you what the nicknames are. But if you ever wondered why it was Bono, the Edge, Larry and Adam. <laughs> Wait until you hear the nicknames that Larry and Adam had in the thing. It's I won't spoil it for you. Wait till you watch another documentary that comes out on Paddy's Day. It's an absolute joy. That's why they're called Larry and Adam. This is Today yeah. FM. So bewitched in there. Absolutely brilliant to catch up with the guys. And uh, new music as well. That birthday song is good. In fact, somebody, so catchy. Yeah, somebody says, Bewitched, that's a banger. That birthday tune. Fantastic. I'll be singing to the husband for his birthday on Friday. Yeah. Were they on the Late Late? Yes, they were on the Late Late. They performed Say La Vie live on the Late Late and jumped into the crowd and had the crack and everything. Does anyone else find it just, I don't know what it is about Irish chat shows, in particular the Late Late, if if people are dancing, it looks weird and awkward. It's like someone dancing in front of you in your sitting room or something. If you look at a glossy, shiny floor UK ITV show, like dancers like, yeah, whoa, whoa, and you're like, cool, dancing. And then it's just something, I don't know whether it's the acoustics. Or, you can always hear, you can hear their feet clumping on the floor on the Late Late Show. I never know why that is. I think there's something about American, like if you go, to, you look at Ellen and they pan to the crowd and Ellen's yeah. dancing in the crowd. They're all giving it their best live dance. Whereas in Ireland, it's still like lads in suit jackets going like clap over here and like clap over there and then another guy going I'm not dancing on television there's no way yeah. I'm doing it I think we should definitely do the American thing of you know like if you don't if you're not given it 110 in an American chat show you're not like wow Colin Farrell yeah they throw you out that's, just, they, the, that's they, just the host yeah <laughs> and they replace you with somebody else they who's do. enthusiastic yeah. Yeah. like I think if we did that with a Late Late Show audience there'd be nobody left because <laughs> half of them are sort of spaced just looking up at the monitors going why am I here I don't even remember the bus journey uh, well Siobhan's in Malahide Siobhan you've got a bewitched memory for us what's the crack oh Siobhan right you're here sorry sorry Siobhan I, wasn't, I didn't even have your, your fader up there you weren't even talking sorry you're fading oh, away sorry. sorry tell us tell us tell us uh, so yeah so we live in Edinburgh and uh, we were introduced to you know a few gay guys through friends and mm-hmm. we the in the, the you know nightclubs or whatever and they kept requesting Bewitched Say La Vie and I was kind of going why you know it, it, I thought it was an Irish thing and anyway you know we all loved it but uh, they kept requesting it so uh, anyway it turns out that they're a massive gay icon over in the UK yes. anyway. I don't know I don't, it's, it, I don't know if it's a double denim thing you know just Got them all. I don't know. I think it's just like I've certainly seen Bewitched tour and do you know loads of pride shows and like do tours like that. And they're they are as you said they're huge gay icons. Maybe we didn't. uh, Are they the same in Ireland? Don't know. Actually, has the gay community in Ireland embraced them in the same way? (laughs) Yeah, I hadn't noticed anyway. Did your Irishness when you were over there? Were you like 
we requested to do anything bewitchy while you were there? So like Irish dance yeah, on the like table I or whatever? Secretly, uh, yeah, like I secretly think he actually just wants me to be friends since the last he just continued to ask me to stay. I feel like my dad as well. <laughs> <laughs> so about ten times a night, he turned around and goes, say it. I'm like, I feel like my dad as well. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, Siobhan. All right, thanks a minute for chatting to us. No problem. Bye. Bye. This is Today FM. You got the name of the show wrong there. It's Dermot, Dave and The Edge. Sorry. Sorry, of course. Yeah. Rebranding for an hour. Yeah. Dermot, Dave and The Edge. The Edge from you two joining us very shortly. But first... It's Dermot Dave and Gavin in Dundalk. Hi, Gavin. Hello, how are you? That's very good. It's not a very catchy name. You know, <laughs> Ga- Dermot Dave and Gavin in Dundalk. It's not going to stick. We're just, no. gonna, we're just trying. It's just, we're workshopping stuff, Dermot. Just go with it. <laughs> uh, Gavin, what are you up to? I'm just at home this morning. I'm about to head into town now just to pick up a few things in the shop. Oh, yeah, that mm. has happened every now and again. Um, let's see if you're a good fit for the show. Have you got any good talents or anything you're particularly good at? You know, any party pieces or can you do something weird with your arms or anything? Um, no. No? Can, no. You, can you sing? Dance? Uh, badly. Have, have you any You're in good company. Like, uh, can you build airfix models? Like, are you, what, what do you do? Do you have any hobbies? Uh, well, I go to, I go to Dundalk's football matches. Hey, you are. Okay, you're, you're League Dundalk. of Ireland's Dundalk fan. Yeah, yeah. Man, the town. <laughs> I voted fan of the year last year, so I was. Fan of the year! Oh, it's all, we have to drag it out here, there, Gavin, but we got to it eventually. Tell you what, so Gavin. you're a fan of the year for your local team. That's fantastic. And yeah, yeah so how are Dundalk doing? Uh, they're touring they're the league at the moment, so the, doing two. okay. Yeah, early days, but if fans like Gavin Curley behind you, sure, who knows what's going to happen? Exactly. Sweet. Okay, Gavin, MMM, 400 euro. What do you think? Uh, money market movers. Money market movers. Sounds like one of those ads. Moneymarketmovers.co.uk It's sponsored by him and Dak is a single part of the official regulated by the bank. <laughs> That's why he doesn't write those. <laughs> Gavin, you are wrong, but great to talk to you. I know where it's See you later, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Leanne's in Longford Town. How are you, Leanne? Actually, I said Longford Town. I don't know where you are in Longford. You could be anywhere. Uh, I'm North Longford. Like North Longford. Oh, right. the posh part. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> what are you looking out? What, if you look out your window, what do you see? Fields. Fields. And farm. Oh, are you a farmer or are you just looking at your neighbour's farm? Um, my uncle got the farm and mum got the farmhouse. Oh. Oh, were they okay what, with that? Where does he live? In the yeah. barn? <laughs> no, he, like, he built another house. He built his that. own house, right, I see. <laughs> Very nicely, Anne. Okay, yeah. well, MMM, 400 quid. What do you think it stands for? Multimedia Management. Multimedia management. No. Oh, well. Sorry, sorry. Liam. Before you go, sorry, it just says after your name, it says tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Oh, my birthday is tomorrow. Happy oh! birthday! Fantastic. See, that's your <laughs> hidden talent is that you're you're really good at birthdays and you're having one tomorrow. <laughs> Are you going to do anything special? Climb up on the roof of the cow shed? No, you, you she's gone, just Leanne. gone. No, just yeah, she just fell off the the, the phone line there. Okay, we go to Arno and <laughs> fall off the roof of the barn. Arno, how are you? Hello, how's it going? Good. You a postman? I am indeed. Yeah. Have, have you got yep. the shorts on yet? Or are you still in long trousers? Uh, no, I'm in the full rain gear today. So full rain gear today. Yeah, it's, it's wet, wet and windy here. So. Okay. And what time of the year would you traditionally get into the shorts? Um, March, April. March, April. Yeah, April that's April, early. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking of. I was thinking of doing shorts. If the weather picks up at all next week, I think I might. I might ah, make the transition. I will. 
think it's time. Carl's to... nodding at me. Carl wants to get into shorts. Well, get some for decent me. shorts then. No. Not these little, basically, baby grows that you've cut the legs off. <laughs> <laughs> He's just jealous, Arna. He's just jealous. Arna, what's MMM stand for? Um, I thought it was Mystic Meg Memories. Mystic Meg Memories. Of course, we lost the lovely lady there a few days ago. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mystic Meg Memories. No, no Arno. Okay. Well, sorry. Have a good day. Okay. Listen, sorry, can I just quick say uh, yeah. hello to everybody in uh, all the postman in Kilkenny because the last time I was on the show, I forgot and I got a lot of grief. For the <laughs> yeah, well, oh, definitely. They're, they're so needy, those yeah. postmen and women, aren't they? You've done your bit now. Fair play, okay. Arno. Bye bye bye. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Can I begin this interview then with my terrible studio engineer joke, Edge? Would you be okay with that? Okay. Sure, no problem. <laughs> Just like you, Edge, I never fulfilled my dream of being a studio engineer. But I'm not one to, one to, one to complain. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. We thought he'd be the perfect antidote to bone my um, intensity and <laughs> earnestness. So his levity, the humour that Dave brings is perfect. Bono is the principal lyric writer for that very reason that he has to sing them. But um, as as in all the members of U2, if, if there's a great idea in the room, we, we're not shy. You know, we will we will grab it. I think we could probably put something out next week if we had to, but um, I don't think we're ready to, to sort of say it's going to be mm. this record. We need to check, Edge, because uh, I have a feeling that Dave has probably has more guitars than you. <laughs> so, uh, Dave, how many, right. gu- how many guitars do you have? Well, let's ask Edge first. Okay, Edge, how many guitars do you have in your collection, would you say? Well, you see, these are these are not a, it's not a collection per se. These are the tools of the trade. You've got to remember that. So these are all in. I don't have that luxury. <laughs> abiding memories of feeling like our music had entered the language was when I was in Tokyo, in an elevator, and I heard one of our songs um, being played in music, <laughs> and I just thought, <laughs> yes, we've made it. Yes, we're, we're lift music. <laughs> we've arrived. Speaking of a tour, is there any hope of an Irish date? Are we hearing rumours of things, or is that just people wanting to get a few clicks? Croker, Croker, come Kroker. on, Ed. <laughs> well, I haven't heard any of the rumours yet, so um, <laughs> that tells you. But, you know, look, we're, we're a, a band that, you know, takes a little time to, to get uh, warmed up, and I would think it's unlikely. Thanks so much. Great to chat to you. Great to chat. Orla's on the phone. Orla, good morning. Hi, Dave. How are you? I am great. How was your trip to Dublin? Eventful. uh, Eventful, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, well, come here. Tell everybody what happened. First of all, why were you coming to Dublin? I was taking my two daughters to George Ezra in the Treerina on the Wednesday night. I heard it was a great gig. A friend of mine went, Stephen, who's seen him loads of times, and he said it was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, he was amazing. Like, it was definitely worth the trip, even... <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. Start on a positive. It was a great trip, yeah. says you. Oh, it was um, brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant. What age are the girls? They are eighteen and nine. Eighteen and nine. Okay, so yeah. tell yeah. us then what's what happened here. And so we went up to the night, and we were staying in a hotel and going to dinner and kind of making a girls' night out of it. Yeah. And we uh, left the hotel 
I'm, with my wallet, I'm non to enjoy electric with my wallet. We were staying in the Gresham and uh, took the Lewis down to the three arena. And we're going to go to Ruby's. It's a great old, in fairness, it's a great old spot. The the fact that you have the Lewis running from the city centre down to the three arena, and then when you're down oh. there, you have the options of eating in restaurants and hanging out before Amazing. gigs and all. It's yeah. great, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. And we always go, like, not always, I'm not a, that often, sure. but when we do go, we go to Ruby's just because it's a lovely atmosphere there. You know, everyone's yeah. going to the same gig, like, it's just really nice. So we went in and I went to the bar and realised oh, I have no money. My oh wallet God, is the wallet's my gone. Oh. So at that stage, I kind of just didn't really know what had happened. Yeah. I think, and I know I had it when I left. I knew I had because I had done the whole, you know, wallet check, keys check, everything. You <laughs> yeah, know, the, the, the padding of the pockets or the checking yeah. of the handbag. You got to make yeah. sure you have them all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I kind of had a little bit of a, I got two kids I know one is 18 but I've got no money I don't have a euro to give you people yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do you know so I said I'm going to have to go back to the hotel because firstly I need to check that maybe the wallet is still there maybe you know you just have to kind of you have to rule out yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, also because I knew my daughter had cash there for shopping the following day so okay. I need to go back either which way so that I have cash so I went out to the security guard and I just said where is the best place for me to get a taxi I said I think my wallet has maybe been taken or lost I'm not like I don't know but I need to get back to the hotel so I kind of want to get a cab that will wait for me so I can get back to the kids as quickly as possible yeah so he pointed me to the end of the road and I was down there like waving like a lean <laughs> with no taxi stopping because they were all full. So um, he came up, his car was parked nearby and he just came up to me and he was like, look, that's my car, I'll take you. And I was like, what? Sorry, <laughs> this, this is the security guard who's security down working working the yeah, Point Square or whatever. Yeah, the door on Ruby's. Yeah, he was working the door on Ruby's and he was the guy that I had asked where to get the taxi. So he popped me in the car, drove me to the Gresham, <laughs> waited for me outside the door like, and he was the nicest man. Like, ah. I could tell I was flustered. So yeah, I was a yeah. little bit, and he was trying to calm me down. He was like, "Listen, it's okay. Don't worry." And I was like, "Oh God, what am I going to do?" Like at this stage, I wasn't even kind of thinking of. I'm just thinking, where am I going to get money to get to the kids and to not have this ruin their night? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So he was like, "I have money. I'll give you money." And I was like, "No, I'm absolutely not taking money <laughs> off you." And he was like, "No, look." He said, I have a wife and uh, he's four kids, but he said, I have a wife and two younger daughters. He said, if they were away, I would just really like for somebody to look out for them if the same thing happens to them. He was just such a genuinely, yeah. people that are just so genuine. You know, he was just such a nice man. He basically, he brought me back down. Now, hang on, so wait a few. Did you, did, was the wallet in the hotel? No, no, oh. sorry. I never got the wallet back. Stick there, no. So you had to raid, you had to raid your daughter's shopping yeah. fund then, did you? <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. I totally had to rob my 18-year-old. Thank God for her, too. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. She totally, she was like, I'm going away for a night that my mom cheated me so that she ends up funding this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so David waited outside. He then drove you back down to Point Square, did he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He waited for me outside and drove me back down. And he just reassured me the whole time. And even when we were leaving and I went back up to say thank you and everything to him, he was like, do not be stuck throughout the night. If you run out of money or if anything happens, come back over here to me ah, and I will look after wow. you. Wow. Like, I mean, really, who does that? He was just the nicest man ever. And you know what? I just... It's hard to describe because what he did was amazing, but it was the way he was with me as well. Right. Really, you know, he yeah. was just really calming, asking me about, you know, my life in Limerick and, you know, telling me about his wife and his four kids and just really kind of, 
I think trying to calm me down the whole time because I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? This is not the mind. I promise the girls, you know. Uh, that is so nice to hear that, that someone, as you said, will, will take the time, first of all, to help you, but to help you in such a reassuring way is just phenomenal. Yeah, he was. He really, he just went above and beyond. And I just, I was saying to him, like, I, I can't give you anything. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> even like, have you And he was like, no, Orla, I didn't do it for, you know, anything. I didn't do it for anything but to make sure that you were okay. Uh, that's just, I love those good news stories when somebody is just so nice. And as you said, like wasn't doing it for any reason any uh, you know yeah. gain from self just to make sure that you and yeah. your daughters were okay that's amazing yeah. so did exactly. you get did you get a second name can we give him a proper shout out uh, O'Flynn David O'Flynn yeah hats amazing. off to David O'Flynn yeah. for, for doing the right thing and looking after her yeah. and the daughters look the, the couple of questions are did yeah. the girls have a good time they had a ball an absolute ball and they really did are you going to take the 18-year-old shopping some other time? <laughs> well, I obviously had to pay her back, but didn't as well. <laughs> yeah, interest, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Orla, no, that's, you know what, she was brilliant as well. So. Well, that's yeah. it. I mean, look, isn't it great that, uh, you know, that you have an older daughter that can look after the nine-year-old while you go off and, and, and hunt for the wallet? Exactly. And unfortunately, I presume you never found, did you? No, never got the wallet. But my initial reaction was maybe that it was taken, but I, I'm just going to kind of think that hopefully I lost it and yeah. somebody who needs it more than me found it. Okay, so look. cash and stuff in it, so hopefully. It, it sounds like you're finding the positives in a tough situation well look fair play to you for getting in touch and fair play to David O'Flynn and Ruby's in Point Square for looking after you so well thanks for talking to us Orla no thanks a million Jay for helping me say thank you have a great weekend not at all see ya bye this is Today FM he sent us this note Hey Dave, uh, this is David O'Flynn here. Um, you can send that lap blanket down to to Cork (laughs) I'll give you the address still if you want to be back Thanks. Uh, nice one, Eddie. But unfortunately, you signed off on that one as Eddie, so we couldn't do it for you. Uh, we got lots of messages in. We have eventually, I think, if I go to the phones now, I'm pretty sure I've got to find Orla on the phone. Hi, Orla. Hi, Dave. Good to talk to you again. Thank you. For it's, not me you want, it's not me you want to talk to. It's David O'Flynn, who I think we have on the phone. David, hello. Good morning. How David are you O'Flynn! <laughs> you, sir, are some man. Fair play to uh, what you, for what you did there to Orla the other day and helped her out so much. Ah, uh, no panic. I wasn't making an issue out of it. Yeah, but unf- unfortunately then Orla Larry. came to Dermot and Dave, so <laughs> it's a bit, of, a bit of an <laughs> issue. David, Larry, I did make an issue. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not at all. You more legs than I thought, but honestly, thank you so much. You're just an absolute gent, and I just really appreciated everything you did for me and the girls. It was really above uh, no. and beyond. It was amazing. Thank you. No problem at all, Ola. I uh, hope you had a good night after all. And come here, oh, David. We've had lots of messages in from people who do know you, and they've all told us you're an absolute sound man, salt of the earth. So we are going to reward you with the most prized prize in radio. The Dermot and Dave lap blanket is yours, David. Thanks very much. We'll Thank send you. that out to you, uh, and fair play to you again for looking after Orla in her moment of need. Thanks a million, David. No problem. Have a good day. You bye too. Bye Happy Paddy's Day. Hi, see you, Orla. Take care. Bye bye. 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 Bye.